Chapter 35, True. I must admit, I look good tonight. I had a fresh haircut and my waves were so deep the average person would get seasick just looking at them. My goatee was trimmed up to perfection and this Italian cut suit was tailored to my build. I called Krista. After my conversation with the mayor, I needed attention and I knew Krista would serve it up right. She knew my needs. She'd been trying to get back with the brother anyway. So how you been, baby? She purred. I'm finally glad you called me. I missed you. Her fingers trailed the outline of my face. Please never leave me again. I want to be the gum on the bottom of your shoe. I felt I would die without you. Gum on the bottom of my shoe? Was she serious? I rubbed my temples to stop the instant headache that threatened to take up terrain in my head. I wanted to spend time with you. I didn't say we were getting back together. Look. We can go in here, have dinner, and discuss what the future might hold for us. I opened the car door on the passenger side and helped her out the car. She looked nice in a simple navy blue dress with matching flats. She cuddled up to me and we walked toward the restaurant. I wonder why the ambulance is here. Someone must have gotten hurt in the kitchen, Krista asked, peeping over at the commotion. I turned my head just in time to avoid bumping into Chance and Trinity. Damn slipped out of my mouth. Chance was so fine. I felt my lip dragging the ground. Chance was blessed with a gorgeous figure, and it's no surprise she wasn't afraid to show it. She showed out in a pair of short shorts. Her legs rendered me speechless. They were sculpted and her stilettos on high. Ahem. Trinity cleared her throat. Excuse us. Chance removed her aviator sunglasses to reveal her flawless skin adorned with glowing natural makeup. I looked her in her eyes, but something wasn't right. I remember Krista was on my arm. I shook her loose. Chance, I can explain. Explain what? Who is she? Krista drilled. Don't bother. You owe me nothing, True. Come on, Trinity, we need to get to the hospital. She tugged on her friend's arm and they walked past me. I couldn't help but notice Chance's booty jiggle as I watched them walk away. Well, who is she? Krista drilled again. Well, she asked again defensively. I think she's the woman I'm in love with. What? She snatched her hands off my arm. Taxi! I yelled. You got to be kidding me! Krista tugged at my arm. Wait, I thought you loved me. I can be the woman you want me to be. I opened the door of the taxi, handed the driver a hundred dollar bill, and pushed her inside. I'm sorry, I got something I need to do. I looked at her water-filled eyes and closed the door. I ran over to the maitre d'. What hospital was that ambulance going to? Mount Carmel East. Thanks, man. I handed him a few bills and took off in a slow jog to my car. I gotta get my woman back. Chapter 36. Chance. I'm beyond pissed right now. True Shore didn't allow any grass to grow under his feet before moving on. Dang, why'd he have to look so scrumptious in that tailor suit? And I'm sorry, but the homie-looking girl did nothing to compliment him. I didn't get out much, but I kept myself and my wardrobe tight at all times. As for Shell, I'm only at the hospital to make sure she's okay. Our so-called friendship is over, and I'm so over her right now. I had no idea she wished I were dead. The venom she spat at me at the restaurant hurt me to my core, and I don't think it's repairable. But I do believe in karma. And instant karma paid her a visit right there in the restaurant after she acted so ugly. Is one of you Miss Wright? 
A doctor stepped up to Trinity and I. Yes, I'm Miss Wright. I'm Dr. Planner. He shook my hand. I spoke with Shelley's family, physician, and you're listed as her next of kin. Well, is she okay? I was ready to get to the point. It appears Shelley has been suffering from psychotic episodes. She tried to wean herself off medication too fast, which triggered an episode. We ran toxicology report on her tonight, and she has high levels of alcohol and Xanax in her system. We had to put her in a temporary coma to help avoid having seizures. Once her levels come down, we'll be able to bring her out of it. It doesn't appear she has any brain damage from her fall, but concussions can be tricky. Sometimes people can be agitated and irritable. Plus, her Xanax levels will be lower, and that will leave her feeling pretty crappy as well. I'm suggesting along with her family physician that she go into a rehab program to stop her dependency on the Xanax and anything else that she might be taking. Wow, that was an earful, I said, but in my mind, I tried to recall any warning signs. Well, I do think she had an episode the other day. It's very possible. Many people can function and fool others when they've been on Xanax for a long time. But sometimes things go awry, causing sporadic behaviors. Okay, I would like to give her live-in boyfriend authority to speak on her behalf because I have to work. No problem. Just stop by the nurse's station so they can document her chart. Thank you, I said, giving him a smile. Chapter 37, Chance. He should have killed your ass. Kept playing on heavy rotation in my mind, like the top ten songs they played at the radio station. Wow, who knew that's how she felt? Then again, the doctor says she's been having psychotic episodes, but why towards me? I wondered, this was crazy. Two seconds later, Trinity and Kelvin walked in, followed by Turner. Look who we found, Trinity said, presenting Turner as if he were the big prize on the Wheel of Fortune. Then True walked in and my heart dropped. Wow. I wonder how he ditched his toy thing that fast. True came in and slapped hands and chest bumped with Kelvin and then Turner. And when he looked at Trinity, she gave him the cold shoulder. It was so awkward. Hey, Turner, I'm glad you're here. I let the doctor know he could speak to you about her affairs because I need to get going. I have an obligation to be on the job bright and early. You know this job is the mayor's initiative. I added looking at True. Ooh, I wanted to get under his skin. But I didn't see the nastiness in his eyes that I was looking for. Instead, his eyes pleaded with me for forgiveness. Okay, girl, Kelvin will give me a ride home, Trinity said. Good, seeing how I had lost my appetite for company. I grabbed my Dolce and Gabbana bag and headed for the door. Once I rounded the corner and stepped out into the cool night air, True was right behind me. My heart sped up, and I continued to walk. Chance, can we talk, please? I continued walking when I realized he was speaking to me. I mean, he was just with another lady less than two hours ago, and now he wanted to talk to me? Really? Come on, Chance. Hear me out. Give me five minutes. I turned around and folded my arms. Okay, what's on your mind? Make it fast, because after this ordeal, I'm tired. Well, you know, I let you stay on the job, and so... Wait, you let me stay on the job? I gritted my teeth together. No, True. I earned the right to be there. I was so angry I bought my fist up at my sides. Yes, you did. But I was supposed to be involved in that decision. And I wasn't. So I'm sure you can understand where I'm coming from. True had one hand in his pocket and used the other one to rub the tension in his head. Okay, you have a point. 
But what was that between you and your partner, William? You asked for the woman to be fired. You didn't bother to check out the woman's credentials. You didn't attempt to see why William felt this woman would be an asset to the project. I huffed. I felt like I was talking in vain. He threw his hands up like he was at odds end. I understand your predicament. Had your partner not felt the compassion to give me an opportunity, you would have never looked my way. You need to change your bullheaded way of thinking. Now, if you don't mind, I would really like to go home. I've had the worst day ever, and I'm tired. Chance. You know I care about you, right? I thought about the lady on his arm a few hours earlier. Stop. Please don't go there. You didn't have any problem moving on when I saw you arm in arm with that young lady earlier. So please... Right now, I can't entertain your thoughts. Can we just agree for the sake of the project and then I'll be out of your hair? I could tell he was fed up, but shit, so was I. He ran his hands through his hair and looked totally flustered. Okay, I understand you're tired. This can wait. Please go home, take a hot bath and relax. I nodded, but I refused to let him see the tears that were forming in my eyes. I turned and walked away. Oh, chance. I looked back too tired to say anything. See you tomorrow. I gave him a weak smile. Chapter 38, Chance. Right Enterprises. Trinity hit the speaker button. Hey, Trinity, it's Turner. Shell's awake. Oh, praise God. How is she? She asked with concern. She's grumpy, but the doctor said that was normal with the concussion. We're just trying to keep her comfortable. Hey, I gotta go. Can you please let Chance know? Oh, yeah, no problem. She's standing right here. Hey, thanks for the heads up. Okay, bye. She disconnected the call. Good morning, boss, Trinity sang. Good morning, Trin. I looked at my watch, letting her know I was paying attention to the time. I saw her texting with Kelvin, which was all she did when they weren't together. You heard Turner. Shell's awake. Good. Now I know Shell's okay. I can go on with my life without her. Person won't get a second chance to burn me, I explained trying to contain my ghetto. Chance. I don't think she meant it. Shell is going through something. I don't know what it is, but she needs you. She needs us. I'm sorry, but how do you tell someone they should have been killed and not mean it? I'm so hurt and confused by that statement, I can't see straight. I felt my eyes watering, but I turned around so she couldn't see. We're all going through something. I got a message this morning that Adam had the paperwork drawn up to take my name off the house. He said he was ready to start a new chapter in his life without having to sneak around. Ugh, I hate him sometimes. Sign them and move on with your life. He's doing you a favor, I added. She looked at her phone and a wide smile crept upon her face. She licked her lips in anticipation. It tickled me to see how fast her mood changed once Kelvin's name popped up. Let me guess, Kelvin? Ooh, I would rock his world. We're having drinks later at our spot. I shook my head. I was glad she had someone to divert her attention away from Adam. But who would divert my attention away from True? Join me next time for another episode of Mergers and Acquisitions. Look for me on social media at Books by Amber G and on my website at booksbyambergee.com. Like what you hear? You can become a monthly supporter of mergers and acquisitions by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Others will be able to discover my show. Thank you.